Bang! Alright, and welcome back to another episode of Rip Through It. It feels like I haven't been in this chair for a good couple of weeks, which is it's not really that true, but it just feels like I haven't seen you in ages, man. I know, it's it seems like that. Um, the it's Thursday sure. night game of footy threw things around a bit. but um, Especially after five, it was a five-day break. That was that was new to me, so that threw a little bit of spanner in the works of Rip Through It podcast, but we got through that. Um, obviously, it wasn't the result that we were looking for. It was a, a pretty bad game on, on that front um, on a big stage. It was kind of... I guess, okay, guess you can say it was kind of embarrassing the way that it turned out and um, we're looking to redeem ourselves this week. But um, it, w- it was it was great to sell at the Gabba, pack the Gabba out and it was very, very loud in the first half and um, they kind of just got away from us in the second half. Yeah, t- two points. So the uh, the former you just said there, 36,000, I think, 36, was in 000, there. Yeah. yeah, which would have been the first time in 10 years, I think. Well, the first time I played in the Gabba that was that big. Oh, we played. I played in it back in when Fev first got traded to Brisbane. I played in that game, um, and they just beat us in the last quarter. But um, that was the first time that it's been that that packed, and it was it was crazy atmosphere. So hopefully we can um, redeem ourselves this this week against uh, Gold Coast, and then uh, get another good crowd up there next week. But um, or the week after. So yeah, you you said the word embarrassed. Is that yeah. is that it was more? Is that what you did more, you feel that? Yeah, I, I, I felt embarrassed because you put out a tweet after the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt. Uh, straight after the game, I was obviously a few emotions ran through me. I was obviously angry, um, embarrassed, and like dis- more disappointed. I think because um, we 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 know we're a better team than that. And starting the season, three wins, the outside looking in probably thinks we got ahead of ourselves. I don't believe that for one second. Yep. I I know we're a better team than that, and we just got beaten up around the stats that we really base our game on and what we've kind of built our footy this year on. Um, the Lions' footy is contested footy and. We just didn't move the ball like we really wanted to, and that's credit to Collingwood. They came out all guns blazing, and obviously it sticks out like a sore thumb is the uh, first quarter performances that we've been putting in this year, and especially against West Coast, who we beat you know pretty comfortably in the end, but they, we gave them a head start as well, and we just clawed our way back, and I think the only game that we won the first quarter this year was against Port Adelaide when we kicked like four, five or six goals off the bat, but um, we've had a good little break uh, over the weekend, just gone. Um and we're looking very, very forward to the Q Clash this week. Yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting once, you know, all the cylinders start firing, though, because he said, I mean, without those first quarters, yeah, the other three, incredibly competitive. Yeah. You get that right, yeah, things change. <sighs> they just, um, Collingwood just kept, we, we thought we were in a real big chance uh, after halftime to, you know, we're a very fit team and we run our games really well. We thought we were a big chance to come out and, um, you know, really test out Collingwood's fitness. And they had a six-day break, so it wasn't too much of a difference, but we felt really fit going to the game and they just came out in the third quarter and just I think kicked three goals from centre bounce in the f- first 10 minutes and that kind of put us on the back foot yet again and as a yeah so I, you know it took a couple of days to, to get over it um obviously still pretty angry I haven't watched the game yet um only what the coaches footage they put in for us in our in our um in our what's it called what's that app the review? yeah the review yeah. but we got that that sport app and then we watch our mm. watch our highlights and the stuff that we've got to work on for the next game so Obviously, dissected that, and um, we've done our review, op our review uh, this week, and we're ready to go. Yeah, right. Uh, that's next week. Moving on. But before we do, yeah. you went down to Adelaide. Yes. You went across Adelaide to watch one of your former teammates play 300th game. How yeah, was that? I flew down to Adelaide um, to see my boy, Eddie. Uh, it was an awesome weekend. I really appreciate um, the club for letting us go. Me and Charlie Cameron uh, went along, and his partner, Sari. Um, it, was, yeah, it was a really good weekend, a special moment for not only him, but his friends and family. Um, especially especially him playing that well on his 300th is, uh, is an amazing feat. And 
the best thing, like, so I got to have dinner with him the night before and all that kind of and all that kind of stuff. Hang out with him and his family, then um, let him do his thing on game day. Then he came out and produced that. So um, yeah, it was a bloody good game. And we were actually behind the goals. Then he kicked that um that that goal of the year contender in. And it was, mate, it was just it live. It looks harder than you'd think. Left foot, left foot banana from yeah, the boundary. Yeah, so he's yeah. um he's an absolute freak. And yeah. it was actually pretty funny. We were like talking to him in the last quarter. They had a comfortable lead, and we were talking to him while he was on the ground. He was always starting in the squ- in, in the in the square. Um, and we're like, yeah, one more, ready, one more to kick five. So. We knew one of his um, brother-in-laws had a had that tattoo job getting ready for the next uh, yep. day, so it was it was a pretty funny in the moment. Yeah, and um, it, it, like you talk about the the left foot banana. Yeah. I mean, is that is that probably the best? Like, oh, I don't want to say it's the best goal to kick, but geez, like it, it's probably think, made yeah. its way in the top ten, if not top five. Oh, definitely top ten. Yeah. Like, um, I think just the moment, and everything as well. Like three hundredth game, um, winning winning the game as well. I think he kicked four by the stage after his fifth goal, maybe. Or maybe that was yeah. his fourth, I can't remember. But um, it's just the moment um, the, the Adelaide Oval was packed and that goal was just, just crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was actually crazy. No, it was something Kind else. of a dream of that shit. And he's yeah. just doing it. He does it regularly. Like, he does that training all the time. So, it's, yeah. for him, that's why he's just, like, doing that yeah. thing. But Where do you place him in the game um, of small forwards or, you yeah. know, the, the, the impact that he's had? Because y- you look at... The move to Adelaide probably didn't realize it was going to enhance his reputation the way that it has. But mm. um, I mean, he's he's really gone up another notch since going to South Australia, and I, I think his legacy's kind of defined now in, yeah. in many respects. He had um, it was funny. I saw comments. I can't remember who it was from. Probably I think it was maybe Lloydie, like the week before, asking Chris Judd whether or not you know his time. He thought his time had done because he didn't start the world uh, season as well as he would love to have, and he's thirty two or thirty three now, and um. Could have looked like he was slowing down. And then he comes out and produces that, like six goals, three points. Like he's had a fair few shots a goal. And um, I think it's definitely um, raised his status in the game as one of the best small forwards in the in history, not just at the moment. Um, I'd put him top three for sure in all categories, like as one of the best Indigenous players of all time and obviously small forwards, including that. So um, it's done him no harm going to Adelaide. He's one – I've wrote an article, um, like a tribute piece for him and – um, just looking at his, his highlights and his career accolades, I was just I was actually just like, geez, he's actually he's done most of it besides the grand final. So, and he was a beastick off that. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Some talking points from last week. One yeah. that involved one of your current teammates in, in oh, Luke Hodge. Hodgeos. Um, what did you make of that? Now, to give some context, he he was clearly mic'd up for the majority of the yeah. game as part of Channel 7's commentary. Uh, I believe, and hopefully I'm not wrong, because Anthony will slap me across the wrist if I get this wrong. Yeah. I think it's your only Channel 7 game this year. I think um, two, as part of maybe you, two. You may, maybe a two. Maybe two. Um, so, you know, let, let's say it is two. Yeah. It's one of two. You've got to make them count yeah. um, from a broadcast and sponsorship perspective. And, and the club asked, Hodgie to, to wear the mic and he caught some criticism um, yeah. I suppose from the game in particular from AFL.com.au's Damien Barrett who's one of the game's most respected journalists what did you make of that exchange because a lot's been said um, Hodgie fired back on Twitter which yeah. um, he didn't he didn't miss yeah. um, but what, what did you make of that, that little exchange geez it was a I don't know because I, I was away when, when, the, when the comments came out is it for his sliding doors um, segment for the AFL website um, I thought it was a bit of a, I'd say, a more personal attack than more of more of a, a shot at the game and what we're trying to do for the game now. Um, 
I think we've definitely gone backwards now from those comments, let alone um, from what players will want to do for um, the fans and whatnot. So he's obviously gone about this the wrong way. In um, he probably wasn't trying to make too many headlines. Um, more more. Damien so or Hodgie? Damo. Damien. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think. So I don't want to go saying too much here because it's kind of dying down now. So I don't want to bring up too much. But I think it's um. The players are definitely upset about it because we 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 get asked a lot to do more and more for the game, and everyone wants you know twenty four hour access to the players and or more access to what we do, and I think. He's done this before. He's been mocked up for the Hawthorne game. Uh, I think that was 2017. Um, and from that, you, ever, everyone in Australia got an insight to what Hodgie brings to the, brings to the table, and that's why his, his career is so decorated. And the way he sets up all the plays, the way he talks the, you know, on field and off field. So I would love to see that insight, and I think it's obviously put a bit of a stain on that from from the comments and. Hodges obviously felt more of a personal attack. That's why he came out and called him a knob on Twitter. Yeah. And I think he was more angry at the fact that the um, the comments weren't actually factual, that he wasn't getting paid for it. And it felt like more of the personal attack on him. That's why I think the comments came out like they did. Yeah. It, it does draw to a much larger debate around media access. And it's a debate that doesn't go away. Yeah. Um, in terms of, and you alluded to it there, players have been asked to do more. Um, media organisations are wanting more. Yeah. Is there an issue with access in the game? Because it was almost, in many respects, I don't want to say an overcorrection, but there, there was a real need for, for for Brisbane Lions to explore every opportunity last week in regards to the first Thursday night game yeah. in such a long period of time. Yeah. Um, is there an issue or is there a... Like, how do you view access from a player's perspective in the game? Like, yeah. Do you think... Too much has been asked. You think not enough has been asked. You think we could be doing more. Like where where do you see it? I think it was it was, a, it was new to us as a as a club. So obviously we play. Um, that's our first Thursday night game in God knows how long. And obviously the result probably played a factor in. You can nitpick a lot of things, seeing oh, why were they doing this and that when they should be focusing on the game. Where where as in now that people probably think we're getting ahead of ourselves doing this kind of media access for the players getting interviewed on the bench, um, in the race, before the game. Um, so in terms of all that, I think not not an, not too much has been asked of us. It was actually first, it was, a, it, was a, it was a little bit annoying for me. We had to wait for Dan Zorko at halftime to finish his interview in the race. Obviously, he's our captain and we don't want to go on the field without him. So we had to, you know, we get told a minute left before we go out on the run of the ground and we're waiting for well after that. So um, in terms of that, I think... Players are definitely going to think twice before they do something these days, um, yep. especially after that. And that's where I think I think I saw Dangerfield come out on radio and talk about he was bemused by those comments. And um, we're just doing what everyone wants us to do is talk more. So um, I think it's taking a step backwards in that regards. Like if I get asked to do something in game, I'm going to say no for sure. Yeah. So I'll, so you you would say I'd no say no to 100%. the media department. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh well, especially for Hodge, they they. They probably chose him because he's you know one of the senior players in the group. He's you know been through it all, four premierships and some as captain, and he's been mic'd up before on the ground during a game. So they've gone about asking him to do it, which is fine for me. I would rather him than a young player doing it. Um, but yeah, if they asked me, I'd probably say no at the moment because um, I I don't think you get that backlash again because I don't think those comments will come out again. And we're just trying to give back for the fans, and we we know that we get asked a lot of as players, and I think. We're trying to open ourselves up for more access for everyone else to make everyone happy. And um, yeah, I think it's just taking a backwards step. So that's really interesting that you would say that, that you 
you would say no more more out of fear of, of backlash. Not fear, just more respect now. Yeah. Like I so felt, I felt like he was lost disres- respect. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like he was disrespected. Um yeah. for trying to do the right for trying thing. Trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Um and as I said, it looked more personal than than what it was actually about. Um and then he wrote an article more so attacking the lines and how we're going at the moment after like our two big losses. So yeah, I there was a follow up article. Yeah, there was a yeah. follow up article, yeah. and they went back and forth a couple of times. And I don't, Hodgie wasn't overly upset. We, you know, the boys were all joking about it yesterday at training and yeah. in the change rooms as we do. But um, I think he just felt like it was a personal attack, and the way he responded, he probably more defensive than than um than he probably, I guess, than he would have if it was just more about the club and not just him. So yeah, um, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't wrapped with that. Yeah, I, I think, and it, from a media's perspective, and particularly from a, a club personnel's perspective. I think the media departments across the, the clubs, for one, do a fantastic job. I think, for the most part, it's one of the hardest roles that you can do in, yeah. in the AFL. Because we did it for five years. So. Oh, yeah, I did it for five years. And, um, you know, players, as you would know, don't tend to want to do too much more than they have to. And, yeah. you know, when you're faced in that situation where you're trying to make the most of it, it is really difficult. Um, but I, I did think that... the. the the comments were interesting because a lot of players came to Hodge's defence, um, yeah. saying, "You know, you ask us for more access, yeah. and then you knock us." Once yeah, we, once we I think I think purely he just thought it was a paid gig. I think uh, Hodge has two Channel Seven games this year that are um, paid commentary, and yeah. I think he just thought, "Why not focus on the game when we're getting pumped by sixty something points?" And he's on the boundary talking, but in f- in facts, if he just done a little bit more research around that, then it would have been probably understanding of the the moment situation they're in because obviously. We don't get that many big games in the season and um, giving more access w- was something great, and especially if we won. It would have been fantastic. So um, going forward, I think the media will be a bit more selective and obviously do a bit more due, gil- due diligence. Due diligence, yes. Due diligence. So um, I think going forward, it's going to be one of those things that I'd be happy to do it. I'm just saying. Yeah, and you're hesitant. You know, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, definitely. Some, there's some hesitancy around it. Um, another major talking point was the exchange. Um, re- really, I suppose, came about on the Sunday footy show during um, Kane Corn's Sunday analysis. I was, I was actually watching the show. Were you watching it? I don't know yeah. Why, yeah. Um, so in Queensland, does it does it come on? I was in Adelaide. So oh, so you're in Adelaide. So it's a bit, it, yeah. yeah, so a bit, bit different. Um, he had some really strong words around... Jordan Lewis, and we are watching his yeah. um, follow-up last night on, on AFL 360 where, um, you know, Kane really suggested that he was playing, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, was to, to top up his superannuation. That were, they, yeah. they were to the yeah. extent of his words. What did you make of that? I mean, that that's probably a comment we don't see too often, particularly from a former player yeah. um, directed to another current player. What did you make of that? Yeah, I was watching it live and I was feeling a bit cringe-worthy at the time, actually, to be honest. I was sitting in the chair and watching it going, oh, this is not going to be great. Um, there's obviously going to be a headline <laughs> next week because he's had a, a pretty personal attack at the bloke. Um, I'm not... I'd say I'd love to say if he had time again, he probably wouldn't go that far into saying he's playing purely for the fact to top up his superannuation. I'm sure he's on a good enough wicket as it is. And uh, last year, he was um, you know, really pivotal for their team going forward and he has at leadership on ground and... I don't know, he's, I wouldn't say he's slowing down, but maybe he's just had one of those days where he couldn't get to the most contests. He, I think he had four weeks off before that game. Yeah, and he, he, it was his first game back. Yeah, his first game yeah. back. So there's so many things that factor into why he could have played poorly in the day. And um, Kane being Kane, I think he's, 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 he's honest, Kane, but I think he's just gone 10% too far in what he's saying. Um, so 
especially about players, because I know for a fact if someone said that about him, I think his last year he probably got injured early on in the, in the year and then yeah. had a couple games off, then played three games and then retired on 300 exactly. So yeah. you could argue the fact that he was playing his last few games to reach a milestone and get his send-off. So that's where I think the players are kind of getting fed up with um, certain comments from the media, especially past players. And and we know what Kane's like and what's he going to say. And um, Jordan Lewis, he doesn't read too many articles or look at the papers and stuff, but um, it gets back to us and... Most players in the AFL would know about this certain topic right now, um, purely for the fact that you go to a footy club every day and someone's going to let you know about it. And I think he went on one of those footy shows on Fox Footy and yeah, I think spoke his, uh, last night, yeah. yeah, and spoke his mind and kind of said it's water for ducks back. But when you start talking about um, reasons why people players are playing, um, and what's wrong with him playing the game because he loves it, um, yeah. they want to wants to remember him as a four time premiership player and all that, all his accolades and stuff, but. He probably still loves the game and he's playing it for a reason. He wants to get him back to where they were last year in Melbourne. So, I'm, yeah, I actually hated those comments and I think he's going to pull his head in a little bit. Um, as I said, I think he's gone a bit far with those comments and, geez, he only retired, what, 2014 or 15? So, yeah, it wasn't I, really that long I, ago. I think when fit and healthy, which nine times out of ten he is, yeah. you, 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 can't, you can't argue that he's not in their best 22. He's 100% in the best 22. And he says... The, the, the remarks that he says, like, um, they can't find a... You couldn't hide on the day, can't find a spot in, in yeah, the team that, for that him. Yeah, that was interesting, yeah. I just didn't, I just didn't like the whole... That whole segment of him talking and just didn't didn't sit well. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't sit well with a lot of players and especially him. And I think you just got to... I'm all for clickbait type of chat and making, like, making your own talking points and stuff. Yeah. But when you start attacking people a bit more personally than that and um, questioning the reason why they're playing the game is not great. And I don't yeah. even know what the superannuation is for us. Like, I'd like to know. I'd geez, love to know. Yeah. Jeez, I'm, People I'm won't retire until they're 40. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm turning 30 in a couple of months and I need to know that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, no, nah, yeah, I think it's not great for the game and players, all the players know where yeah. those comments come from a certain uh, media personality. It, it did reek as if there was a hidden agenda. You know, I thought it was a behind. bit. I thought like no matter had a run in back in the past. And yeah, as a tagger, you could have played like, on him. Like, even though you know, I'm going to go say this because I know it's going to drive digital consumption during the week, yeah. and it's going to be a talking point. Like it, it reeked of that yeah. because even even the panelists you now, oh, I know the people yeah, that were sitting and there. They're like, they were like, this is a bit too much. Is it Tony Jones, Tony yeah. Jones was sitting there. He's like, are you some history? You here? Saying, yeah, are you saying this for a reason or? And I'm sure. They probably get worded up beforehand that he's going to talk about, um, obviously because he got footage and stuff on the TV. But the panelists looked a little bit uneasy at the yeah. time. Yeah, Damo and, and Matty Lloyd were were shocked. I, I thought. I think so. Um, yeah, Jordan Lewis is a champion of the game, and I actually had a run in with him in the pre- our preseason game. Yeah. We had a few words together, so I'm I'm not batting for him all the time, but um, I just yeah, I didn't like it at all. Yeah, and I think he is one of the game's most respected players. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but but it is really interesting, you know, just the exchange between. Um, I suppose that, you know, the ex-players, and we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago when Jordan Degoe came out and said that, you know, it's really interesting that ex-players, I suppose, forget what it was like so for them. So quick. Um, they, like, do you subscribe to that in, in many respects? Or? Um, I know you said that when you want to yeah. go into the media, you want to approach it in a different I'll sense. Be, yeah, I'll, I'll be going in a, diff- in a different way. But I, as I said, I do understand um, certain media personalities having such strong opinions. And as I said, sometimes Kane um, has some good ones and he's just speaking the truth and sometimes it doesn't sit well with people, but <laughs> most of the other time it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, really? Yeah. Like, come on, just re- like that's just a obviously a clickbait. I, was, I mentioned clickbait as in 
trying to get views on something or making your name, making a name out of something. So, um, the way yeah, the way I'd go about it was I'll I'll be doing more pod video podcast type stuff, not so much media as as what they're doing. So, I need a good rapport. And it was actually funny. I hit up Dylan Buckley a couple of weeks ago after Jeremy Cameron kicked seven goals and okay. had twenty odd touches. And yeah. and I said, oh, is it all right? You know, can you ask um Jezza if we can get him on the podcast for a chat? And um he kindly declined because of the comments that I said last year after the um, episode with him and Harris Andrews saying that I tweeted yeah, at him. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was a bit shocked that. about yeah, it. I actually, yeah. I actually forgot and I replied back to Bucks and said, well, what did I say? Then I went through my archives and I, and I found a tweet that I said... You fired oh, from the hip, I remember, I fired, All I said was... Um, you uh, weren't playing, lo- though. No, no yeah. I wasn't playing. I was suspended for that week. So I was like, I'd yeah. love to be out there with an angry face. And that was it. So That's players do take right. offence to a lot of things. Um, and something I forgot as about as that. that. Yeah, yeah, so something as small as that... Um, Sticks in people's minds and they remember. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. People, like a lot of players remember when you talk shit about them on um, on media, air, on air and stuff. So yeah. um, we do have good memories. Um, yeah. And I thought that was a little bit, little bit funny. And I was like, oh, fair enough. Like I'll, yeah. I'll probably do the same thing. I say, no, nah, don't want you on there. Yeah. I don't want to go yeah. on there. Why would I go on there? Yeah. So um, in that in that in that sense, I think um, I won't see people like Kane Corns and that getting a lot of players coming on their shows if they have, get one down the track. Hence why they're doing a lot of just talk back. Yeah, which is, uh, again, and that's the path that they've chosen to take, and, and yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, it works. Pays yeah. their bills, so. Oh, one, and drives digital consumption, which it has. I mean, it's Wednesday, and we're still talking about and it. we're still after, talking about uh, it. After Sunday. Um, looking ahead to this week, big game for yep. the two Queensland teams. The yeah, Q Clash. The Q Clash. I want to say Q Clash 14, I but don't I don't know. know. What number it will be. Are we still doing numbers? I don't think so. I think I think we've I think we moved past that. Okay, we moved past um, the numbers. Oh, Had a ring to it. I didn't mind it, but yeah. yeah. Now that we're sitting ninth and they're sitting eleventh, um, we're on the same same win loss ratio. Obviously, percentage is a big one because it yeah. keeps us we're equal second right now. Both yeah. of us really we're, yeah. we're sitting outside yeah. the eight. So yeah, um, it's a very tight competition this year. Um, and anyone can win on the day. As I said last week, there's no easy beats really at the moment. Besides us two Queensland teams last week, <laughs> kind yeah. of got a hand it to us, but. Um, I'm actually genuinely excited for this game. How, how many have you played in? Um, I've probably played in every single one since I've been up here, so five years worth. Okay. We usually, we usually yeah, play so twice a year, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. So I've played in a few. Yeah, but yeah. obviously, yeah, they're, you know, they're travelling really well. They've been in every game they've played in. Um, I think the last, besides last weekend, I think four of their games have been under five points yeah. either way. So they've won three games, obviously, and um, they wouldn't be happy with their last week's performance, and I know they're going to come out strong. You know, they're second in the league for um, intercept marks. That's obviously something that we have to make sure that they can't get a handle on of us. Um, Dane Zorko is 150th, and we all know between what happened between him and Took Miller, so that's going to be a yeah. talking point probably during the game and after the game. So, it, it, Interesting, because there was a lot spoken about those two last year. It yeah. was last year, wasn't yeah, it, yeah, um, yeah. between the two? And Took is a good fella. I don't mind Yeah, see, you, you probably think that. Obviously... We don't think that because oh, he's our opposition. So yeah. that's my boy. That's your boy. That's your boy. And so Dane, Dane's our boy. So he's our captain. So we're look, we're going to be looking after him this week. You don't know what's going to happen in the game, but yeah. um, we're both sitting three and two. I, I dare say no one really thought that's we would both be um, going into round five. So or round six now. So it's um, I think it's going to be a really good game. And they play a contested brand of footy, and we want to get back to doing that. That's what got us our first three wins of the season. And um, I think I think it's going to be pretty heavily based around that. Yeah, and, and you know, trade moves happen. You know, and yeah. like Jared Lyons. You know, you, the their yep. best midfielder from last year yep. goes over to you guys. Signs a long term deal. Um, you know, years before Pierce Hanley. Yeah. Um, comes over. Um, like I think those things add 
to the to the rivalry between Definitely. the two. Yeah, it should be a good game. Are you coming up on the Friday? Are you coming up on the, the Saturday? No, we bust down. Bust we down? bust down day yep. off. So thankfully it's only forty five minutes really down the road and yep. um I can't I can't stand them guys down there. Really uh, we down don't want you. Don't worry, I'll be I'll be <laughs> you there. Stay I'll be, I'll be, I'll we should be, be wearing there. our jerseys today, really. I'll be I'll be I'll be around. No, I'll be there. I'll be there watching. I'll be By the way, do you call them jumpers or jerseys? Uh um in what do, you, what do you call what do you call what I, what you wear on the weekend? Oh, jumper, jumper. Yeah, it's okay. NBA's jersey. Yeah, Guernsey or Guernsey, jumper, Guernsey, yeah. Guernsey. I'll probably go with Guernsey. Yeah, I'll probably jumper. say jumper. I'll pull the jumper on. Yeah, yeah. I'll put my jersey on this weekend. No, one hundred percent. Talking well, about talking about apparel. Yes. Oh, so I need to ask you about this because I found it really interesting during the week. And for those who don't know, uh, I think it was confirmed actually yesterday by um, Puma that. Uh, one year into a four-year extension between Puma and Dustin Martin, the the two parties have mutually walked away. Yeah. Um, very interesting, yeah. given the fact that oh, I don't think it's any secret that Dustin Martin has been um, the face of Puma in yeah, the yeah. AFL for a, a number of years now, and um, I think they even got a they commissioned a mural to get painted on the night of his Brownlow Medal win um, in one of the streets of, of Melbourne. Like they've they've really tried to build this partnership for a number of years and. It's come to an end, um, quite quite um, uh, quite swiftly. You, you know, we saw him on the weekend wear Nike boots, um, yeah. which was which was really interesting. So, what what did you? I, I want to talk about brands, bec- brands because I think um, in many respects of Puma, they're making some amazing moves mm-hmm. here in the AFL. Um, I know you've got a really great relationship with them. Uh, a number of players that I deal with throughout the game um, speak so highly of, of of that particular apparel brand, and yeah. I know they just announced. I think a five-year partnership with the Carlton. Carlton Football Club, which yeah. I think may be commencing from then. Actually, no, I think it's a 10-year. I think it's the first... 10 years? I think it's a 10-year partnership. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's the longest apparel partnership that's been signed um, and it will commence from next year, 10-year partnership with the Pumas. They're a big club, so they're, it makes sense. Yeah, like they're, they're really, I suppose, trying to stamp themselves as a, as a pioneer. So what do you make of that? What did you make yeah, of... Yeah, actually... Of of that commentary. It was brought to my attention from my teammate, Ben Keys, who's an avid listener of the podcast. And um, he obviously loves the game of AFL and knows a lot of stuff. That mm. He's quirky. Like, he went to all the games as a as a young kid to watch the Lions, grand finals. And I was like, mate, you're like four years old. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I remember everything. Yeah. So he came up to me um, and said, did you see Dusty wearing Nikes last night? I'm like, nah, I didn't really watch the game, to be honest. And yeah. um Saw the photo, then saw this come out. So I was a bit, I was a bit like, oh, what? So maybe I thought you might have forgotten his boots because you yeah. are packing all your shit up yeah. and you're thinking, oh yeah, it happens. You forget about stuff. Oh, I usually yeah. forget my mouth guards, so that's mm. something that I forget. And I thought maybe just for his boots. I'm like, nah, maybe not because he lives like four four minutes down the road in Richmond, so yeah. you could easily just send someone to go get him. And then and obviously all this stuff came out. So I think there's a lot more to it than what actually meets the eye, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Puma have been amazing for me to work with. Um, they've so really how long have you been So I've them? just jumped on board yep. this year. So this is my first year with them. Um, I've re- previously been with Nike and knowing full well that they've, they were cutting a lot of players last year from their from their football brand. Yep. Um, I think 150 players. They'll, they'll 150? 150 players that wow. they're going different ways with. So Okay. For me, any reason? Do you have any I insights just, I think that? Well, like, so the rumours say they're getting out of... Like, I'm not the one to bring up. Like, oh, what? Right, how did you either get that from? Where's the yeah. facts? Like, I've just heard rumors. Oh, no, no, this is chat. what we this do. Is, this this is, is, we, we delve in. This is yeah. in the change room chats. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I heard they're getting out of AFL. They've got um, going down other paths and uh, yeah. focus more on soccer and all that kind of stuff. So for for me to see him wearing Nikes, I didn't know if he'd sign with Nikes or if he got his boots and wearing one of the boys' boots. Um, and 
I thought, geez, he's going to he's going to cop it the next day because I mean, he's obviously got a massive deal with Puma. And you see in the papers, like, what is it, 500 grand over four years oh, or something big, like that. Something ridiculous that, yeah. like that. No players on those kind of deals. Um, and I think, like, maybe some other players who are the face of the brands probably get a pretty good pay packet. Um, but I was thinking, yeah, geez, he's going to cop it for, for wearing other boots in the game. Yeah. And then obviously see that they, they, they part ways and stuff. So it made, made sense a little bit. But for, for players like me who's not really, you know, the face of a team or a game or a brand um, – I would have probably got an email the next day saying, what are you doing? Um, probably got a whack for it. And yeah. I think another time before we get cut from the from the, from the the brand. So I thought it was a really interesting one. I, I, I don't, there's been no reason why they've parted ways. Yep. Oh, I haven't seen one yet. So I think there's something more to it. Um, they did just sign with not, um, with Colton at Puma. So, you know, they're making big, big pathways in AFL with Puma, Puma boots and they look after all their players. Yep. Some brands go a little bit too hard too early. Um and then they have to cut back. So that, yeah. I think that could have been with Nike. They had a lot of people on their on their payroll and yeah. a lot of people wearing their boots and they probably did all they could in the AFL scene. So now they're just yeah. going to think that it just, it's going to tick along nicely and then go down another pathway. So yeah. I'm not sure what, what's going to happen if anything comes out with this. Maybe it could have been... I think you were talking about something about that it stopped making his boot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was reading in the Herald Sun that uh, he's... Uh, What's it called? The future boot. Yeah, that, yeah. That was future manufactured one. from from 2017 was no longer being manufactured, and that was his yeah. preferred boots. And yeah, I suppose since that has stopped being manufactured, they um, have really struggled to to find something that is yeah. good for him. Whether or not that's true or not, you, yeah, you take everyone's word on it. But um, yeah, I suppose obviously with that happening, I, I think it's created a mutual departure. Well, you know, we're not manufacturing them anymore. You don't. That's probably in his contract out. as well that. Um, he has to wear. I know for the big players, they have to wear what what the company's bringing out in the coming Correct. months. So Puma, yeah. I know they're going to bring out a new boot in May, a new white boot, mm. uh, special edition. So players do go through a lot of things when they try new boots. I I've fitted perfectly into the Pumas. Yeah. Um, from Nike, I used to blister up in Nikes. Um, and have to wear a lot of pads on my feet and stuff, and yeah. some colors you don't like. Um, so there honestly is a look good, feel good, play good aspect to that. Um, yep. and in, in Dusty's case, he didn't start the season the best that he wanted. And then on the weekend, he's kicked three goals and being back to be the best. So yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but in terms of that, I know, I know contractually that you do have to wear what they want you to wear. Yeah. Um, so and, but they're your tools of the trade as well. You know? well like you, your feet are your money yeah, makers. Really. Yeah. You've got to look after your feet, but I don't think. If he wanted to wear last year's boots, I don't see a massive problem in that. I don't think anyone really notices. But I know yeah. players, kids of the generation are going to buy boots what he wears. Correct. And I think that's the issue. So they want to sell their boots. They're going to get their biggest star to wear the ones that they, they're bringing out. So yeah. I think... I don't understand how... So there had to be mutual... Because you can't just break a contract like that. I don't yeah. Know, I'm, not, I'm not, not sure what yeah. what it is, but... Yeah, it's a watch this I'm space, signed for a year, I'm pretty sure. You sign the paperwork and you got a year. Yeah. I can't wear anything else but Puma's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here. And we're still out for an apparel partner for me. So yeah, we, we are. So uh, Culture if Kings, if you're watching, um, Culture Kings, we're hitting up, going to hit up Culture Kings. <laughs> some brands I'm going to start reaching out to. So yeah, um, got a nice space here on the wall. Yeah, we'll, we'll we might put some branding yeah um, around the place. Um, no, nah, but in all honesty, it's it was a. I thought I I'm waiting to see what comes out because it just doesn't seem right to me. Unless yeah, I just thought like he got his boots, but yeah, interesting. No, interesting. Um. We'll leave it there for this week, but uh, a quick shout out to to all the boys that are reaching out to you around the league that yeah. are saying 
you know, some amazing stuff around the podcast. We joked yeah. about being the, the people's podcast yeah. and the players' podcast. Well um, on our way. But we're well on our way. You know, I've, I've had, you know, so many of the players reach out saying that they're, they're loving this. So um, we can't stop now, which unfortunately is probably probably more unfortunate for me, just the 90-minute drive up here every week. Well, but that's okay. We, 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 you know, we give the people that? what they want. 8 o'clock at 8 a.m. right now, so... Mm. You got to drive forty five minutes or whatever in traffic. I've got to get up at six o'clock in the morning on my day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're going to do it for the people because the feedback's been amazing. So yeah. shout out to all the players that um that are that reaching yeah. out to to yourself and me yeah. and and we'll um, start getting people in the show. I've got Eddie Betts that wants to come on, Charlie Cameron, Gary Ablett. Hopefully, getting yeah, on soon. We keep talking about coming. that, but we just got to find yeah. an opening. I would have loved to ask about why he's getting booed and stuff. And yeah. Um, but we have had a lot of strong feedback, yeah. so we're, we're going to get some of the boys on the we'll on the show on. in the next couple of weeks, and um, we're looking forward to, to to continually continually build this. Make sure you subscribe via iTunes, yep. exclusiveinside.com. You can always it watch it. Um, I reckon. I was a bit upset last week because I, I might have linked the wrong thing. So our SoundCloud blew up. Uh, and our okay, iTunes, yeah. I think we got to like 20 on iTunes. So I wasn't uh, wrapped with that. Okay, that's but, right. We'll, we'll but I'll learn from that. that. I'll learn yeah. from my mistakes. Well, but you can go to exclusiveinsight.com. Always yep. watch the full video. We, we, we publish it there, Gaz and I. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to, to getting some of the boys on the show. So it's been great to get all the feedback and, and yep. we'll continue to build as the season wears on. Yep, leave comments on the post that we chuck in. Um, and thank you. Mitch Robinson, Sean Tobin, signing off for Rip Through a Podcast, episode four. Four. Peace out. Peace out. See you next week.